and welcome to Daily Devotions. My name is Merle. I'm on team here at Father's House. So lovely to be with you here this morning. I trust that you've had a good week so far. We are carrying on this morning with our wholehearted devotional series about living with complete commitment and sincerity. And we're in week one of the wholehearted series, looking at the love Um, loving God with all of our heart. And we're going to look at a passage of scripture, which we're going to read first of all, and then I'm going to explain a bit of the context afterwards. And then we're going to look at how we're able to implement one or two things that stood out from that scripture in our life today. So if you wouldn't mind going with me to John 7 verse 38. I'm reading from the New Living Translation. And the passage of scripture is entitled, Jesus Promises Living Water. I'm going to read from verse 37, John 7, verse 37. On the last day, the climax of the festival, Jesus stood and shouted to the crowds, Anyone who is thirsty may come to me. Anyone who believes in me may come and drink. For the scriptures declare, rivers of living water will flow from his heart. When he said living water, he was speaking of the Spirit, who would be given to everyone believing in him. But the Spirit had not yet been given, because Jesus had not yet entered into his glory. And then the passage continues after that to speak about how the crowds react. Some say, well, surely this man must be the prophet we've been expecting. Surely he must be the Messiah. And some others are confused and saying, no, he should be locked up. He almost gets arrested for saying this. It may seem a little bit strange that there's this festival and randomly Jesus just gets up and starts shouting, anyone who's thirsty, come to me and drink. It may seem a little bit out of place. But let me explain the context to you and you'll see why this makes complete sense. So this was the festival of booths. And it was Israel's remembrance of God's miraculous intervention during their time in the wilderness. So it's a festival of a few days. Part of the celebration, the priests actually carry water to the altar in the temple, recalling God's miracle and provision of water from the rock, which we find told in Exodus 17. So part of the celebration, the priests carry water um, to the altar in the temple to say thank you for this provision of water from a rock. But on the last most important day of the festival, the priests actually circle the altar seven times carrying water. And it's in this moment that Jesus makes his proclamation. Um, So they're celebrating the miracles which have occurred by carrying physical water to say thanks. And here Jesus is coming and saying, you might be thirsty, but this isn't for physical thirst. This is for a spiritual thirst that I'm able to provide you with um, to help you quench that thirst. So that's why he's saying it. When we read it in that context, it seems to make a lot more sense than if it's just randomly spoken. And two things really stood out for me in this passage of scripture. The first one is the fact of the living water. And what Jesus is referring to here, as he says, is he's speaking of the spirit. He's speaking of a great abundance a never-ending flow, an eternal, omnipotent omnipotent spirit, a source of life, of hope, 
of joy, of peace that quenches the thirst that the world has for those things. A thirst for patience, a thirst for life, a thirst for joy. Everyone has that thirst within them. And the Holy Spirit is able to provide that a constant, eternal, omnipotent source. How incredible that that is used to describe the Holy Spirit. Fresh drink of water. And here, of course, it says, but the Spirit had not yet been given at that point. Because we know that that only begins after Jesus' ascension in Acts 2. But the living water here is referring to the Holy Spirit. So that's the first part that, that stands out for us. The fact that it's not a physical thirst, but it's a spiritual thirst that can only be quenched by the Holy Spirit. The second part that stood out for me is how Jesus' public ministry really challenged the traditional views of Judaism. So here they are celebrating uh, these miraculous works and wonders with physical water. And Jesus comes and just provides this much better eternal option. In the middle of this very important last day of the festival, Jesus goes, but if you're really thirsty, come to me. Come to the eternal source of to quench your thirst. And it really just shows that it doesn't matter what environment Jesus found himself in. He's okay to challenge those traditions because of the truth that he knows that's within him the truth that he has. And I found that so inspirational and encouraging, especially maybe in this month that we're in, in January. Sometimes January can get a really bad reputation. Uh, it's, you know, it's known at the, as the month that, you know, January has 357 days or, you know, those jokes. Um, I even saw, um, heard about some advertising about January, W-O-R-R-Y, January, because it's the month to worry. And we're able to, challenge those traditions with the truth that we have inside of us because of this living water. We can challenge the tradition that January has to feel like the longest or most worrisome month. And yes, there can be challenges, but we're able to face them with this, this living water, the provision that comes straight from the source. We're able to challenge the idea of January worry and say, I will not be anxious and worry in January. I will embrace this as the first month of a new year that God has given me to walk into and I will claim it and I will be bold and I will be excited for what's to come. And I'm going to enjoy January and not worry. We're able to challenge that tradition. And the way that we're also able to implement the living water idea in our daily life today to maybe you have some needs right now. Maybe your family has some needs. Maybe you're going to work and uh, you've started working in the last few days and there's needs there or colleagues that are worried and you can introduce them and encourage them through this living source, which is the Holy Spirit. But when the Holy Spirit's inside of us, we are able to be that living source through the words that we speak, through the prayers that we give, through the messages that we can send them of encouragement. So I really pray today that you will take hold of that, that we will challenge the traditional mindsets and that we will also remind people of the living water source that is inside of us because of the Holy Spirit. Let's pray. Lord God, we give you glory and honor for this wonderful day in January. We thank you, Lord God, that it's a new month of a new year. We challenge any tradition saying that it's a worrisome month or a month that can't be full of joy and excitement because we know you and your truths spoken over those things will bring life and fruit in any month and any day and in any circumstance. 
We claim January to be a wonderful month, Lord God. And we also pray for and thank you for your living water. That's the source from the Holy Spirit. Thank you that we get to carry that inside of us. I pray for opportunity today to be able to just tap into that living source and to help others to tap into it if they need. Thank you, Lord God, for your goodness and your grace over us every single day. We pray this in your name. Amen.